Stanley for our next guest. It's a song that hasn't been sung this year yet. Hopefully that'll change in the near future. Yes, let's hope so, mate. Um, we've got, of course, our Luke Harble, the skipper of the Doggies. Great to have you on Talking Sandford with Bevron Smurf, mate. Thanks, Murph. Thanks, Bevo. Good to hear from you. Now, Luke, uh, first of all, I believe there's some sad news for the ladies out there. You are now officially off the market as of earlier this year. Is that correct? Uh, that's that's been for a long time, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, got, got got married in January to uh, my lovely wife Sarah, so um, that's all been going well. We're lucky to sneak in um, before the COVID stuff happened, so yeah, pretty lucky. How much does she like the football, Luke? Have you converted her or not? Yeah, no, she she loves the footy, good, loves good. the dogs. Um, her family were previously Sturt supporters. Um, mm. And then her sister married into a Woodville family, so I'm trying to still uh, slowly get them over the line. I've got um, got a couple of sponsorships out of them too, which is good. Oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> nice work, mate. Now, um, later on, you're going to be dishing the dirt on some of your teammates and your coach, which we all love, but I've got a bit of dirt on you as well, Harbs, from uh, a certain mate of yours by the name of Andrew Hayes. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> of course, the uh, two-time premiership start from the Doggies, and uh, you see him doing great things on Channel 7 as well. Um, now, you guys used to live together in Wagga Wagga, and I've got three words to describe you from Hazy, uh, very raw, pale and skinny when you came over to Wagga Wagga. What have you got to say about that? <laughs> no, that's true. That's all true. Um, I, I came over in 2009 and moved in with Hazy. We lived in a in a house at Prospect and, um, yeah, lived with Hazy for about three or four years. He's one of my good mates. Um, yeah, and I was, I was very, very, very raw and very skinny and got pretty crook in 2009, and it didn't do me the world of good losing about three or four kilos either. He <laughs> <laughs> did say that you were sick all the time, you poor bloke. Uh, look, can I ask a really stupid question, and that's about your last name. Now, obviously, it's spelt H-A-B-E-L, so people would think that was pronounced differently. How many times do people get that wrong? And have you ever considered changing it, like, by deed poll or something or other, just to make it easier so people don't stuff it up? <laughs> no, no I, don't give a, I don't give a stuff. They can say whatever they want. It, yeah, right. It is pronounced, it's horrible. Um, yeah, like Habel, 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 it gets it gets everything. You've had it all. I got, I got called a geriatric on the weekend by some of the Sturt supporters, so that, that was well accompanied with it. Well, it's a nice change, I suppose, Luke, if you look at it that way. <laughs> uh, now, you mentioned before, Bevo did about uh, your time in uh, Wagga. Of course, you spent most of your youth in Griffith as well. I spent yeah. some time in New South Wales as well. I think people will be surprised, maybe not so much Griffith, but definitely Wagga. Wagga is almost like a 50-50 town in terms of AFL versus uh, rugby league, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, oh, it's all sports, really. There's a yeah. real, real big footy um, community there. There's soccer as well, rugby union, rugby league, big cricket in the summer. It's a really good sporting community. Of course, uh, the great Wayne Carey came from Wagga Wagga as well. Paul Did Kelly? you? Yeah, and Paul Kelly as yeah. well. Did you get how much to do with those boys when you were growing up, Hubs? Uh, no, I didn't. I remember, um, well, Benny Kelly and Jackson Kelly are with, with us now at the Bulldogs, and they're ripping fellas. Um, and I remember I've still got a photo of. Um, when Paul Kelly came to Griffith, of me sitting on our couch with him. He was having a cup of coffee before he went to one of the schools because my old man works for the AFL um, and picked him up from the airport. So I was starstruck <laughs> when he walked in and I was, I was still trying to find the photos to show the boys um, and then get Kel- when Paul Kelly actually comes over and gets to watch the boys play go up to him and like a little schoolboy and actually ask you to sign it. <laughs> maybe now he'll be starstruck by you, Luke, if you consider that. No, I wouldn't. No, I no, wouldn't no maybe not. Okay, right. <laughs> hey, uh, let's talk about uh, your time then at uh, Centrals. You sort of just arrived as the uh, the dynasty, shall we say, was was ending. Um, how could you compare the sort of the feel around the place uh, now to, you know, 10 years ago? Oh, obviously 
very different at yeah. the moment, not winning a game at the moment. Um, yeah, from externally, it would look like a lot of things are going wrong. Internally, we know where, where we're at and what we've got to do to improve and going through a bit of pain to get to that stage will happen because we've got a lot of youngsters and getting games into them and trying to educate them. So, um, yeah, the, oh, the biggest thing was that we had so many leaders um, and good players around us coming through as a youngster, um, myself in 2009, 2010. So I'm sort of trying to be a role model to these younger guys and educate them and try and fast track them as as much as we can. Um yeah, to try and start to get some results. And of course, I mentioned at the start, you're the skipper of the doggies. How are you going sort of being the leader of, of such a young group, Hubs? Uh, it's, it's, I'm enjoying the challenge of it. Um, we've got we've got some good other leaders around us, um, some experienced guys like Jared Schiller, Troy Menzel, Travis Schiller. Um, we've got Brendan Jew, who's been around for a while, Goody, Alfie Jenner. There's a lot of people there that... Um, can pass on some wisdom, so I'm not trying to do everything myself because wouldn't be able to do that. We've got to just rely on each other to help out and, and chip in. And um, Izzy McKenzie's another one who's um, a fantastic um, young leader that's coming through the ranks as well. Now, of course, you play with the uh, the Gowans boys. Everyone has, has a, a Gowans story, if you like. Do, do any spring to mind? I know they sort of still hang around in different roles, so they're still around the place <laughs> these days as well. Yeah. I, yeah, great guys. Um, lucky enough to do a bit of work with them um, off field as well. Oh, when I was at uni and um, picked up a bit of work with them um, as well. Oh, there's there's plenty of stories. One of the funniest <laughs> ones is probably when James. This one's probably been told a few times. When James cracked it one day at Westies and um, Trent Goodrum actually accidentally stepped on his hand. He got up. He threw the ball at Goody. Um, then he's walked walked off to the bench because he had a cut eye. And one of the Westies supporters is mouthing off at him, and I think might have accidentally, or don't, not, no, it was accidentally, but spat on him through the mesh, mesh race, and Gaz just turned around and smacked him straight through, straight through the mesh. Oh. <laughs> I have so not heard that before. It doesn't surprise no, that, me, but I like it. That's why it's a ripper that one. Wow. <laughs> There you go. But he didn't do it again, that guy, the supporter? No, he no. didn't do it again. And no. I don't think Gaz got in trouble because no one knew about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> those, sort of things, those sort of things can happen at, at suburban grounds. Mm. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a great story. Yeah. Um, now, mate, outside of footy, um, Murph spoke about earlier about getting married. You're also a teacher as well. Um, how do you go sort of, um, you know, I guess uh, being a teacher and say the doggies obviously having a bit of a tough one this year. Um, do you cop a bit of grief from the, you know, from your students and stuff, or are they pretty good to you? Pretty understanding. No, the, the, the kids are really good. Um, the kids are good. The teachers are really good. Um, I've got the, the couple of year twos, couple of year fours, and year fives lined up to play for us this week. After <laughs> a good, good chat to us about getting flogged by Sturt on the weekend, <laughs> we've got yeah, a couple of nippy nippy forwards and year two full forward that want to line up and, and have a game and help us out. <laughs> well, nice of them to offer, I suppose. Like, yeah, uh, no, they're good. They're a good bunch of kids. Great school too. Good to hear, mate. Good to hear. All right, we have a little segment we call dishing the dirt. Are you up for it, Luke? Sure. All right, mate. Funniest teammate at the club and why? Oh, I've got about four, I reckon. Okay. Nick Gillard, Squeak McKelvey, Brett Kennedy, and Sammy Hanna. Okay. They're all they're all very uh, very funny blokes in their own different ways. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, three words to describe your coach, Jeff Joffa Andrews, of course, uh, this year's being his first year at the club. Uh, positive, bald, 
and stats. <laughs> loves, his, loves his stats. Just quickly, how does he compare on a half-serious note to uh, to Roy? He's got, he's got the same principles as Roy. Yeah. Heavy um, with trying to develop a game plan that stacks up in finals. Um, a good defensive mechanism. Um, so yeah, he's got he's got good principles. Okay. Question three is the uh, the bloke at the club that you think loves the mirror the most, doesn't mind their own appearance. Oh, Kyle Presbury and James Boyd, I reckon. <laughs> he didn't even have to think about them, did he? Did he? Nah, uh, no, you're right pretty... into that. Yep. <laughs> and a teammate who loves a bit of reality TV action, there, Harbs. Oh, there's a, there's a few of the boys that do, but Nick Gillard and Kyle Presbury are, are pretty heavy on it. Yeah, righty. Um, uh, yeah, they love it. And finally, the biggest nerd at the club. Oh. Probably a bit, a bit of a tricky one. I reckon Darcy Pisani could okay. fit into that category. He's an up-and-coming physio, and he's an absolute gun. Right. He's got a wide knowledge of, of everything. Um, he's one of those physio-is-life-type operators, so he'd probably be the one. And proud of it, by the sounds of it. Yeah, no, he's, and he'd be very good, too. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, mate, before uh, before we let you go, we're just going to go through this, this weekend's round of games and just get your thoughts, obviously. Um, we'll speak about the Dogs and Westies last, but second place North Adelaide hosts fifth place Norwood at Prospect Oval on Saturday. This should be an interesting clash. Oh, I think so. They've, they've, we've got a really good rivalry that they've had in the past few years, and um, both teams seem to be going quite well at the moment. They've both got... Um, players in their sort of top six or seven bracket that are very, very good footballers. Um, they've also got plenty of youngsters coming through, so should be a pretty close battle. Pick a winner for us, Luke. Oh, uh, North. Okay. Uh, third placed Bays uh, at home to the fourth place Panthers Saturday over. So that should be a tight match as well. Yeah, that two two sides that we we've struggled against um, for a while, especially South. South were very impressive. Um, against us earlier in the year um, and they've only lost a, a couple of games by very low margins as well and Glenelg are always just good with their process um, and same thing, they've got six or seven really good good players and great up-and-comers as well um, where, Where's that game being played? At Glenelg uh, oh, Maybe the Bay's just okay. And also on Saturday the Eagles hosting Sturt Eagles won six in a row and absolutely flying yeah, no, they, they, they're a really good side, the Eagles. They've sort of changed the way they play a bit. They've got a bit more fast flow. And, um, oh, Jack Hayes, playing against him a few weeks ago, and their, their other tools, they're just superb players, especially Jack Hayes. He's um, surprised if he's not an AFL radar. Um, yeah, so I, I think the Eagles might get the job done there. And finally, your boys, the Central District Bulldogs, take on West Adelaide and Elizabeth. And, of course, they're the team that you drew with earlier this year. They're a bit underrated, West Adelaide, I have to say. They've had a couple of really good games, including, of course, last week, only being, what, a point off beating the current second-place team, North Adelaide. How do you beat them? And don't say oh, kick more goals. <laughs> yeah, no. they're, they're a good side, West Adelaide. Yeah. They've um, yeah, turned, turned their fortunes around a bit. They've got a great running side. Um, we've got to try and shut down their run, um, especially from the back line going through forward. They link up very well with hands. So if we can apply enough pressure and try and get the ball back, um, we might be a chance to win. So, yeah, the onus is on us to make sure our pressure is pretty high. Well, Luke, nothing against any West Adelaide supporters listening right now, but I hope for your sake and, of course, everyone down Elizabeth's sake that you have a big win this weekend and the season improves in terms of wins and losses. Appreciate your time, mate. No, thanks very much, boys. Good on you.